Welcome to NDG Winning Season 5, Episode 2, a podcast where Dave and Adam get together to talk about NDG and the world that revolves around it. S5. Did I E2. say S5? Did I, I mix those up? Yeah. No, okay. you got it right. S5, okay. It doesn't matter. S5E2. I know we're all a little uh, yeah. discombobulated. You know, you say about the world that revolves around it. Let's talk about the world that is revolving around NDG these days. There's so much. So you know, much. Uh, we can't... <clears throat> I don't think anyone can get together with someone else like us with our listeners today and not uh, pause to think about what's going on in Ukraine. Mm. And uh, who knew that in our generation there would be uh, a war of this, of, this, of this kind in Europe and uh, that the uh, you know, senseless war where, where so many uh, innocent civilians are mm-hmm. being killed largest, as we speak. Largest uh, war front or invasion on continental Europe since World War II. And for what? So, well, wishing all of our Ukrainian listeners mm-hmm. uh, that their families should be safe and yes. that this should end quickly. Yes. And uh, things should go back to normal. Yes. Uh, speaking of normal, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to break a li- just a tiny little bit mm-hmm. with our hyper local focus. Mm. And I thought we can't avoid mentioning truckers mm. and the emergency measures act yes which could or may have had an impact on ndg if any one of those thirty-six thousand people on that list that was hacked are from ndg so it kind of could be in, in, uh, i know mm-hmm. one ndg mm-hmm. who went to ottawa to support the truckers was that you no <laughs> i <laughs> if i had more time i would have Oh my goodness, <laughs> suddenly our Facebook group is lighting up like on fire. Um, wh- what is there to say? Uh, I mean, I'm just going to speak my opinion mm-hmm. here. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the trucker protest and the Emergencies Measures Act are two separate topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is an opinion segment, by the way, in case our listeners aren't sure. The, so the, the truckers, you know, had their views and this and that and whatever. And um, uh, I, I, for one, think that they have a right to protest. Uh, do they have a right to block the streets and effectively shut down Ottawa? I don't think so. Um, and that, that's just my opinion. And then as for the Emergency Measures Act, I think it was absolutely overkill. Mm. And I think it just walks back decades of Canada's uh, reputation, mm-hmm. both to its own citizens and the rest of the world, as a peaceful, law-abiding mm-hmm. uh, uh, country of peace, order, and good government. Mm-hmm. It's completely unnecessary. And to quote the Minister of Justice, mm-hmm. Mr., uh, Mr. the Right Honorable mm-hmm. Lametti, he said, you know, one of the big reasons... They needed to enact the Emergency Measures Act is because they didn't have tow trucks. Mm. That was basically the reason, because the uh, tow truck companies in Ottawa wouldn't get in their trucks mm-hmm. to move the big trucks because mm-hmm. they would get in the bad books of the truckers. So mm-hmm. they needed some very powerful law to rep- to you know commandeer the tow trucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knew that there were that there were no tow trucks outside of Ottawa? So it'll it'll stop there. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, okay, enough. Uh, wait, wait, ranting. wait, wait, yeah, wait, 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 whoa, you, you've opened up a whole can of worms okay, here. Hang on a okay, second. Okay, so come back. Oh my yeah. God. Huh. I've been, I was consumed with rage about that whole situation. Uh, okay, I'll start with the tow trucks. Yeah. Um, I understand the, the predicament that the tow truck drivers are in because the tow truck drivers that have the equipment to move trucks if they move the trucks, might not get future business. So, if the war measure, if, they, if sorry, the emergency measures act was intended for that, it defeats the purpose. The military has the ability to move these trucks, number one. Um, uh, but it really it 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 goes further and it goes deeper than that. That that this was a was a uh, municipal issue. Um, the Ottawa police bungled it completely. Um, my personal thoughts, I'll be completely honest with you. To me, it's a question of white privilege that if these protesters were, uh, indigenous or black, if this was a Black Lives Matter thing, if you look what they did at G20, if you look what went on Ferry Creek with Suedin, uh, this was, uh, the fact that these were majority of white uh, uh, people that were sitting in Ottawa, um, it dissuaded the police from doing what they should have done if it was someone else. Um, to invoke this Emergency Matters Act is so dangerous because the next time that there's some sort of situation where uh, people are disagreeing with something, you know, like, do you invoke the war the Sunday Emergency Measures Act? Do you know we went down a slippery slope? And the hypocrisy in it all was uh, Prime Minister Trudeau invoked it. They had a debate about it on a Monday. Um, the NDP sided with the Liberals on it. Shockingly. Shockingly, exactly. And then two or three days later, we don't need it anymore. Um, I think this was, it, this, this was uh, just a terrible, terrible, terrible situation. Um, that, uh, that, and, and, you know, if we bring it back to an NDG context, it can happen here too. That, that, uh, and that, you know, not that I supported what was going on in Ottawa, but if I, if I decided to donate some money in support and all of a sudden they're freezing my bank account or I'm losing my job or anything else, I mean, this is, what kind of precedent does it set? The next time that... If there is a, um, uh, you know, if, if there's any other kind of a demonstration and environment, you know, uh, that if I decide to give money to an environmental organization that the government deems as being radical, then all of a sudden, I mean, this is. And, it's, and, it's, uh, and, and the fact that the majority of members of parliament saw it fit to support this motion mm -hmm. and not break ranks with their party yeah. uh, whip. Yeah. Over such an unimportant yeah. and historic yeah. event. Mm -hmm. By the way, maybe Trudeau backed down because the Senate would not rubber stamp it. We Could don't be, we yeah. don't know. Um, but it's it's going to leave, in my opinion, mm -hmm. Trudeau uh, as forever tarnished and his administration mm -hmm. being going down in the history books of Canada. As walking back freedoms in Canada yeah, exactly. quite you. significantly. I agree with you. And uh, I, I just, 
hope that yeah. things go back to normal mm. and that we never have another government that does something like this yeah. ever no, again. And you're right. That's a good point. I mean, and it can set a precedent that, uh, uh, that it's, it's, it's anyways, it's, it was very, very dis disturbing. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, you and I, we, we interview people from different points of view, different walks of life within NDG. Um, we've had Sue Montgomery on, we've had Mark Garneau on, we've had others on, we've had community organizers on. We, we allow and we tolerate and we appreciate uh, different points of view. And all it would have taken for the Prime Minister to have done at the beginning of this situation is to go down there and talk to the people. Mm -hmm. As opposed to, 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 to homogenizing them and saying, you're all this, you're all mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, anyways, it's, uh, it sets a really, really, yeah. really bad precedent. Um, yeah. And, you know. and I am unimpressed by uh, a lot of the media mm -hmm. that doesn't seem to get this. And I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Mm -hmm. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Mm -hmm. um, there was a headline on the CBC website the other day. Uh, Ten things the truckers got wrong about the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. How about ten things, another article next to it, ten things Prime Minister Trudeau yeah. got wrong about the so, Charter of Rights and Freedoms? So you're saying what, what a lot of people I know, including myself, are starting to say is that, you know, we, we've, we've, been, we've grown up to think and we've been taught to believe that, you know, with media, that there's no bias, that we state the facts, we investigate, we let, you know, uh, people decide for themselves. And yet it turns out there is bias, you know. Um, and uh, fortunately for our NDG listeners, with NDG winning, we've got very bad bias. We tell it like it is for NDG. And when you when you have that kind of situation, at night, anyways, it's... It's it it's yeah. been it's been interesting times, you yeah. know, and and uh, yeah, uh, there's a, there's a lot of craziness yeah. going on in the world. And yeah, I'll say one last thing. Yes, if I may, please. Um, it is telling that the government of Canada has one instrument in its playbook: mm -hmm. economic sanctions, <laughs> and it is using that single instrument mm -hmm. against the biggest war in seventy years. Right. And a bunch of truckers that are parked mm -hmm. illegally in Ottawa. Mm -hmm. How is that possible? Mm -hmm. How is that possible that there's, there's something very, very wrong? Yeah. Either the uh, support for Ukraine and actions in, uh, on account of the invasion mm -hmm. are completely uh, uh, too, too little, mm -hmm. or <laughs> the actions against a bunch of truckers blocking streets and making noise in Ottawa right. is, 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 right. is is too much. Yeah. And and they can't both be right. And yeah. and, and I think that that, you know, mm. is, um, I want to ask our listeners uh, to accept our apologies for <laughs> ranting about these national issues and hopefully maybe they disagree with us uh, mm. and hope, you know, hopefully they, they do and, and we welcome uh, our divergent opinions. Shall we bring so, it back to the board? So this time we started with the world around NDG. And yeah. right. Let's bring it back to okay. NDG and the world around it. Go What's going it. on in NDG, Dave? What's going on with NDG? Snow removal. Um, 
I've had mixed, heard mixed reviews about storm removal. I have people that have said it's worse than it was in the, than the previous administration. Others that say it was better. We're spoiled. We've got a private contractor who does uh, quite uh, really top-notch work. I don't know if it's a city or a contractor that cleans your area. I, I find that as a general rule, it's been better, uh -huh. particularly the sidewalk. Uh -huh. We used to have zero coverage in our on our sidewalk uh -huh. on our street, and suddenly this year it's really nice. With one exception, the the recent ice. Mm. And listen, everyone who's dealing with that two inches of ice on yeah. their walk or their driveway, we all know that it's really nasty. Mm -hmm. But in my opinion, the city it was too little, too late. Mm. In other uh, places whose names begin with, let's say, W. <laughs> could be Montreal West. It could, could be, be Westbound. And uh, they were out. It might have been a question of an hour or two earlier mm -hmm. to push that slushy, watery, whatever mm -hmm. aside, get some salt down and some abrasives. But the result was like sheer ice without a speck of yeah. salt for basically an entire day yeah. on many NDG yeah, streets. Yeah, we had that in the past too where uh, we had winters where we had this all of a sudden rain and then it freezes and it doesn't... Uh, you have to act fast though. Yeah. You have to get and, the and salt down. Uh, a couple of years ago, the city of Montreal purchased these sidewalk uh, pepins, these clears that had some sort of contraption on the front that would break up the ice. Oh, really? um, as a result of what had happened the previous winter, mm -hmm. uh, haven't seen an NDG. I don't know. It'd be it'd be interesting mm -hmm. to see uh, to be see mm -hmm. if it. Um, maybe we can ask uh, Stefan Plant if they have one of them. You know, speaking of of Stefan Plant. Oh yes. So uh, last podcast we had Sue Montgomery on. Um, it was also the night of the uh, of the borough first borough first council, council meeting. Um, and by the way. Um, there's been some, aside by there's been some really, really fantastic articles uh, about Mayor's Gracia. Um, I think it's great. And, and again, I'm, I, I'm very happy that she's now the mayor and, and, yeah. and, and you know, she's got yeah. uh, some really interesting challenges. And, and, and we'll be interested to see how I feel that she's very engaged with community organizations. Yes, yes. She's drawing on her yes. organizational experience, perhaps, mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. the nursing uh, profession. Yeah. And applying that and drawing yeah. on her community con uh, yeah. connections. Yeah, no, that's it. Mm -hmm. So, so getting back, so we, we, you know, February 7th was the, um, was the first borough council meeting. Mm -hmm. And, there was something that was said, and, and I was thinking about it afterwards, and I said, you know, next time we podcast, I have to bring it up. So in the question period, mm -hmm. one of uh, someone, one of our the NDG uh, residents, who I believe is one of our members on our NDG winning um, Facebook page, mm -hmm. um, asked the question about, you know, what had happened with the, uh, the, the get, to get the mayoress and her thoughts about the, the decision the court decision that occurred just prior exonerating mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Sue Montgomery. And of course, you know, uh, the mayor, you know, said, well, listen, let's get past it. We need to move forward. But then um, Sonny Morose, who's the mm -hmm. counselor for Snowden, who's the, who, who, who replaced Marvin Rotrand, who retired after 40 years of being in politics. Mm -hmm. From Ensemble Montréal, Sonny yes, Morose. exactly. Yeah. Said, and I quote, that, you know, it, 
before we get not, not really answering the question, mm -hmm. but really saying he said that quote the amazing contributions that I've seen from him, Stefan Plant, over the past few years and decades. I'm assuming when he was working for uh, Mr. Rotran, mm. um, has done an exceptional job, and I will address the question in that way. Thank you. Now. Councillor Morose has been in council for three months up until yeah. that time. Yeah. So I really, really, really would love to know what are the amazing contributions. And please, if you're listening to our podcast, I would, I would, we would gladly love to have you on our show and talk to us about all the contributions that he's done. And the reason why I'm saying that is because, as we talked about with uh, Summer Gummer in our last podcast. Um, I had talked uh, just en passant with, with a couple of blue-collar workers who said that Mayor Montgomery, Mayor's Montgomery at the time was on the right track, that in fact that the Borough Council administration was in fact replacing uh, blue-collar jobs with administrative positions. Mm -hmm. So I'm very curious that if in fact Stéphane Plant, and again, I don't know Stéphane Plant, and if he's done a great job, hats off to Stefan Plant. Mm -hmm. But I really would like to know, after three months of being a borough councillor for the first time, you can make that statement. I want to hear. I I would love to know what I I, I need. I need. So, I need. I need background and backup. This on that. is an open invitation to yes. um, Sonny Moroz to come on and mm -hmm. tell us. By the way, Stefan Plant is also welcome mm. on the podcast. For sure. For uh, sure. He has been the subject of so much. That's right. uh, ink spillage <laughs> on this podcast that he he deserves his day in the sun. Mm. Uh, so, Stéphane Plante, si vous voulez nous joindre ici sur le podcast, vous êtes le bienvenu. Uh, et Sonny Morose également. Excellent. So, uh, wow. So, this is, uh, it's sort of the dead of winter. Mm -hmm. we, we're, 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 we're caught up in these international and mm -hmm. national issues that have kind of sucked up all of the, uh, all of the interest. Mm -hmm. um, I, uh, I guess the only thing left to talk about is uh, the, the, the uh, hold, hold on a second. So you know, I, I one topic that that uh, came up um, uh, it came up during the election and the, the campaign it died. And came up, so the Projet Maya said we are not uh, closing any more police stations. And then after the after the <laughs> election, a report came out saying we need to the police said we need to close police stations. We need to close stations. So if you remember in NDG, we had, you know, a few years ago, we had the closing of Station 11 here, right. mm -hmm. moving to Station 9. There was a big uproar. Um, there was some, you know, and we were told that, you know what? No, uh, it's not going to change anything. Um, and uh, uh, services will be the same. And I re distinctively remember we had a couple of, you know, we mm -hmm. were talking about it in some previous podcasts where I kept on saying that, you know, listen. If you want to centralize the station nine on the corner of uh, Westminster and, and Coatsville Link Road, fine. But if you got emergencies and you need to come to NTG, uh, it's going to take a bit longer. And there was recently they did a, they they came out with a study that showed that response times took longer to come to NTG. 
now we had seen, you know, I, I for a while I did see a, a, a definite stronger police presence in vehicles in the area, but it's very interesting that, um, you know, response times took longer. And I think the specifics are the report came out in January, just a month ago, that uh, priority one calls, which are life and death, are taking 17% longer. Priority two calls, which is like breaking entering, yeah. is taking 16% longer. Mm. And priority three calls, which is like stolen car, <laughs> as if that's not important, take 21% longer. Right. These are not small percentages. Yes. This is not like a little bit longer. Mm. This is a lot longer. And let's say 17% for priority one, life and, life and death. Right. So how fast do you need a, a police car? You need a police car there like right away, right? Yes. So if, if, if it takes like say seven minutes in the normal time and then that 17% longer than seven minutes is what? I know. Eight and a half minutes? It adds up. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, there were more cars on the streets mm -hmm. earlier in the year. And yeah. I haven't seen any. Yeah. Semaine de relâche. Ah, we oui, <laughs> Who needs cops? Exactly. Yeah, it could also be maybe the weather as well. So yeah, it'll be interesting to yeah. see if uh, if, yeah. the, if that pans out, and also if, you know if other boroughs are impacted by it. Um, also, too, uh, you know, with the pandemic now, things are easing up. Um, things are relaxing. Mm -hmm. uh, NDG businesses, like other businesses across the city and elsewhere, mm -hmm. are hurting. Um, uh, I think it's BizNDG, which is a local uh, mm -hmm. borough uh, business uh, group, um, uh, are starting. And, it'd be, and let's also think about that, too, you know, in terms of how we can help and keep, continue to support local businesses. So it'll be interesting mm -hmm. to see how that's going to unfold mm -hmm. as, as the spring yeah. uh, sort of yeah. gets us as well. Great. Yeah. So uh, look, it's not. Uh, we're not going to fool our listeners into thinking that we had a show that was jam packed. Full we had a lot to get off our 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 chests. To especially with what's going on, I was cathartic for me. I needed a few minutes to just tell you how I was feeling. And you know, it's not often that we could talk about uh, Ukraine and Sonny Morose in the same yeah you know podcast. So yeah. We uh, we we did La Tour des Shows, I guess, exactly. right? Exactly. So thank you, Dave, for yeah. taking this time. Yeah. Thank you to our listeners yeah. and wishing you a safe, uh, slippery slide through the last yeah. few weeks yeah. of winter. Yeah. Right? And uh, be strong, Ukraine. Amen. <laughs>